Uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Usually on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel, but he is currently at school picking up some stuff before they head on to summer vacation since he has not been at school for the last couple of months due to unforeseen circumstances. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Hollis Side, who has a new album called Fist to Face, which was released on February yeah. <laughs> which was released on February 12th via Extreme Music. Right now I'm being joined by Salva to share some more information about the record and about the band and what the the boys have got going on. And I'm super excited to chat about this concept because especially right now more than ever, I absolutely love this album cover. So <laughs> Salva, w- welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. It's a huge pleasure. And um, well, about the album cover. Um, I'm just thinking that, well, maybe we should have released, if we knew, the album a little bit later so we could get also the phrase from Donald Trump that you should actually inject yourself disinfectant and drinking bleach. That would be almost perfect to add it to it. But it couldn't happen. No. And yeah, I think that, well, um, the, the album cover just uh, takes one thing that many of pe- many people I can think that they also think that you when when you listen to Donald Trump speaking all this hatred speech, you just want to punch him in the face. That's why it's face to face called just that. <laughs> yeah. I mean I wanna do more than that. But I mean aside from aside from that <laughs> um, But at least if you had a real chance to you know, mm, only a punch, no more uh, consequences, just a punch. Wouldn't you do that? I think so. That many people would do that. I actually would do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, absolutely. I think there would be a lineup, you know, down out the door kind of thing. And uh, you know, for those who are listening in who can't see the album work, album artwork right now, which it should be showing up wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or, or wherever. And if it's not, then it's available obviously on our website with the title card, uh, www.therockwellpodcast.ca. It is this like cyborg creature that is obviously i don't know broken loose somewhere well it's actually aggressive we're in a thrash metal band it has to be aggressive and even if you take a close look to the album cover it's not just going blasting from anywhere it's breaking it's staring down the wall so it's breaking from the wall and giving a straight punch in the face so we could you know, translate, translocate that idea that we're not even agree with the stupidity of the wall idea and make the Mexicans pay for that. Yes, it's, it's just straight populism. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something that we wanted to reflect about in the, in the album. We wanted to get a little bit more political and as we get uh, to do a more profound political commentary, we are not, we just can't uh, be only in the all politicians are bad commentary. We wanted to get deeper and to explore why things are going that way. And the title track of the album, Face to Face, is a reflection of these alt-right movements, policies, not only Trump, but Bolsonaro in Brazil. And we have a political party called Vox in Spain that it goes with the same phenomenon. This kind of false promises, easy promises, um, blaming all the minorities of the real problems, fake solutions for real problems just to get the vote and go for the power. That kind of commentary, we wanted to go a little bit deeper in that. 
Okay, perfect. So obviously it's something that, as a thrash metal band, you guys felt uh, swept up into or that you needed to make a comment on it. I guess, is it just to tell the story of what's going on right now, or is it kind of your own protest, or is it just artistic expression to deal with the situation of what's going on? Uh, uh, first of all, we <laughs> this is something very metal about. We think for ourselves. Um, we don't want to tell people how to think. So this is our own personal commentary. Of course, as we are in a thrash metal band, it has the thrash metal approach, like common places like nuclear war and things like that. There's some similarity with other other bands of the genre, but it uh, it's a very personal approach because, for example, there were apart from the uh, politics themes, there is a song. Uh, called Trap by the Crappy Trap in the album that it's it's about how modern urban lighting somehow you know trap general style how it's uh, just in a surface level and um, almost mind erasing for its listeners I I have to say so that. The, He's almost in his forties, fifties, and sometimes some of my friends. I am actually twenty-six years old, and some of my the friends that of my age say, "Hey, you are like and your band sounds sometimes like a grumpy old guy." And well, well, <laughs> it sometimes can be, but we also state that it's very important for us to be uh, to have a personal message and a personal approach, an individual approach on the subjects. So, uh, well, as I said before, we touched the nuclear thing in Nuclear Followed, because if we continue with the kind of mistakes and bad politics uh, done by some uh, bad politicians, and when I say bad, I say greedy and say greedy about the power to not to think about the rest of the society, but only for the same side and their desired power. Uh, this phenomenon plus the hate politics, it just can take to our own self-destruction as a society. So um, when you're looking for the apocalyptic times, nuclear thing likely approach for that. But I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, very cool. Now, this particular track uh, that we were talking about, Fist to Face, is the title track of the album. Um, yeah. I guess the question is, which came first, the album title or the track title? Um, it was first the album uh, title because that uh, that track wasn't even meant to be called like that. This is the story. We were rehearsing. We, uh, we wrote all the instrumental parts and we were rehearsing in the rehearsal room and with some other song. It came the catchphrase like, face to face. And wait, I can't think that we... Uh, uh, Dave Roth and the singer said, we can take a little turn to that. And that was fist to face, like a punch in the face. But uh, this happened. Uh, Dave Roth fell ill for a couple of months and he couldn't write all the all the lyrics for the album. So I offered him uh, my help and I wrote a couple of the lyrics of the album. And fist to face was one of them. The lyrics of fist to face are mine. And... 
it wasn't meant to be that song. Piece to Face was meant to be the or the other song. I think the definitive. Um, I think it was Mentality Packs. But I started writing, and it just fitted so very well in the Fist to Face, well, the project for Fist to Face. And when David started singing, it fit. We found it fit. So it was perfect. And that was the approach that I was saying before. We wanted to make a personal reflection on this kind of politics. And that was uh, more Dave and I talking as we wanted to be... Uh, to make uh, make uh, the album a little bit more political, um, it, it gave me the offer uh, to make a deeper reflection about it, because um, it's kind of sad uh, knowing or thinking about this kind of alternate truth or the post-truth, because I think their strategy of these kind of movements like Trump or Bolsonaro is just to irradiate so much lies and mix them with the actual truth that that um, compound is not the truth any longer. It's the so-called post-truth. And I think it's very dangerous because we're falling for some um, really bad ideas that five or ten years ago, they were very frowned upon. But now it's almost legitimate to think that the, for example, the root of poverty lies in immigration, which is absolutely not. But it, it was an idea that it was very far away from the political agenda. And now it's back. So I think we're going backwards in these kind of subjects. Okay, very cool. Now, one of the other tracks that you wanted to chat about was Empty Cyber Life. Now, I know... Uh, I know, Salva, that you were you were talking about the album being fairly political. So I guess, what is the political tinge to an empty cyber life? Or is this just about spending our time not really paying attention to what's going on and instead spending our time having an empty cyber life? Well, as we are metalheads and individuality it lies, really, it's a very important thing for metal itself. The, the album explores different kinds of alienation, sometimes political and sometimes through media. So the empty cyber life thing is how, or well, talks about how people can get alienated from their own selves, trying to get the approval and the acceptation of everybody else from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And that's the reflection. I think as a bandmate and the people from the band also can say this, it's that it's quite dangerous for you to lose your own self to satisfy everyone in the media, just like some kind of addiction of getting likes all around. And I think that, nevertheless, I think this is a positive message to, hey, you, stand up and be yourself. Do not be alienated by somebody else who wants just to fit in whatever. Just be yourself. I think that's the good point of that. Yeah, absolutely. I guess my other question is, you know, of all the other tracks you chat about on the album, aside from the title track, mm -hmm. uh, why Empty Cyber Life? Um, this was a song that uh, Dave Rotten wanted to dig uh, down in this message because Dave Rotten is a very active profile in Facebook and in social media. And, well, as he really feels comfortable 
debating and arguing uh, with someone uh, and all the people in in Facebook, he feels that he finds many people that just try to fit in the group in exchange of losing themselves in the process. Uh, that's alienation. So that's a, I think it's an important subject, an important matter for him. That's that's why empty cyber life, because in into this cyber, into this internet life, you can lose yourself in the process. You can be emptied in the process of trying to fit in the group. Yeah, absolutely. Groovy, groovy. Now, I guess the other question that I have about empty cyber life is that it has a music video attached to it. So if you want to yeah. check if you want to check out the music video, you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. Um, and I guess take us through this music video. What is going on in this music video and what went into creating it? Well, the the story, well, is the visual representation of what I've said before. The story is just about uh, the our main character in the video, that is this girl that is always trying to look good in the photos and just checking and forgetting about the real life and getting very much into the cyber life. And that image is also well, well postponed or transponed with uh, with ourselves praying. This is the first video that we make that we are only one of us per frame. We are isolated in each frame. Uh, you can see the other guitarist, Miguel, playing alone. You can see myself playing. You can see Dave singing. You can see uh, Danny and Jorge, the drum player and the bass player. Uh, they are isolated. They are playing alone, and that's a visual metaphor for what, how can, how alone can we be in the um, cyber, let's say, society, trying to just fit in the group. We isolate us um, more and more and more, and losing ourselves in the process. And what happens in the end? That after all the images going on and around, we see that our uh, our protagonist, uh, the main character of this video, when the video ends, is just being looked up. It's being um, set under surveillance of another guy, and this guy gets also looked up from other guy. So. That's another thing going on there because it gives us the possibility to think about how every member of the society is controlled by each other to just stay in the center of it and not diverging from the main parts of or the main ideas of the society to just fit in. Always going back to the mm, losing yourself just to fit in the society metaphor. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, I think we chatted for the most part about everything that we needed or wanted to chat about with regard to uh, Vista Face. We've chatted about the album artwork with regard to a lot of the symbolism behind it, the wall that was being built to separate Mexico from the United States, uh, as, as well as many other themes that, that are um, exemplified in, in the artwork. And I think that you guys have spent a lot of time um, making sure that everything is covered, including many of the different uh, track titles and lyrical concepts, uh, as far as just in general being upset about uh, some of the uh, backwards, I think that's the best word I can use, backwards uh, political themes that seem to be, or have seemed to be rising in the global climate. 
as, yeah. of, as of late. There are songs that are complementary. This is the first one. This is one side of the coin that is face-to-face -face and the alt-right going wild all around. But there's another side of the coin. Uh, it's the last song of the album. It's called Fake Libertarian. And uh, that song, uh, as a response of what the, let's say, right part of the political agenda is doing, but what is the, let's say, more libertarian, more left uh, side of the politics doing? And that song talks about the disconnection between the libertarian leftist, somehow, uh, political leaders and the working class. Uh, it's about the disconnection in, the, in this will of power, in this struggle to get the power. They get disconnected to the working class and ourselves, the working class, we get lost in the middle in between a far more fascist, racist, racist um, right parties and a lefty, leftist parties going in, you know, cultural battles and forgetting about the real working class. So we are lost in the middle of somewhere. And yes, the, the perspective is pessimistic, but we don't want to do this as a... Um, as something that you cannot improve or something that you cannot fix. It's just a warning to open your eyes and do something about it. I think that in the nowadays going on thing, it's important to just try to help and give a warning to do something about this. Uh, with regard to what's been going on as far as, you know, coronavirus and all that for the last uh, arguably six months of the year, or at least all of 2020 so far, uh, with this episode airing a little bit later in July, uh, what kind of news should we expect to come from Holly's side uh, coming forward or even or and uh, what have you guys been up to during this time? OK, well, the coronavirus crisis it has changed just everything. We were one, we were very keen on going on tour and promoting the album, but it happened that, well, now crowds, it's something, actually, when you think about crowds right now, it feels a little bit awkward, but we, do, we are not able to do concerts as we have known them. And I don't think that is going to be back soon. So we have to think of something else. For example, we performed with Nuclear Fallout and uh, the Stay at Home video. We record ourselves from our homes. And right now, I think that we have to be, um, to rely more on internet, um, internet things like uh, going with videos of Stay at Home, more web-based uh, releases, these kind of things. We have to find new ways to promote our music rather more than the traditional concerts. I will be very happy to be up in the States as any means can be, you know. They're talking about this these cinema, uh, this uh, go-to-car cinema <laughs> concert when you are staying in the car and in the scenario the band is playing. Mm. I would do something like that because I just really want to be up the stage again, but <laughs> that would not be possible in a in a short term place of time. But 
I can tell you that we have to focus more on internet and web promotion than any any other things. We're even composing and writing more songs. Who knows what can bring, not even the next year, but the ending of this fearful 2020. I think that we have to reinvent ourselves and we have to do something more. And you can be sure that you will hear from us from in September, October, this kind of ones. Yeah. Okay. Very, very cool stuff. All right. Well, Salvin, unless there's anything else that you wanted to throw out there that I didn't ask about, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh, it's, it's almost done. Okay, perfect. It's been it's been a real pleasure to be here talking with you, John. I feel I felt very comfortable doing this. So I guess if I can say anything else, don't lose hope on music. We have uh, experienced a very traumatic process in this lockdown and the paranoia of, oh, am I, uh, am I contagious? Do I have the disease? Do I not? I am contagious people. And as we have to isolate a little bit in the good term to not contagious the other guys, you know, uh, we have found how important are the soulful things to us, not the things you can buy, not a new car. The things that really makes us live like art, like music. So what I am certainly sure is that music will endure and we need music to stay alive and to feel actually alive. So it's a very nice time to listen to music and to discover new music and making music to turn this into something artistic and good for everyone else. So I think that's it. I really appreciate you for letting me hear and tell my <laughs> the things of the band and rock on for sure.